Hi, and welcome to episode two of the How to Life podcast. This is the podcast that nurtures, teaches, inspires, and helps you feel more grounded and confident in dealing with the adult world. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett. I am a longtime mother and doctor, and I'm your host. And my goal is to give you some guidance and some support. I want you to have some practical tools that can help you. And I really want to give you a virtual hug because adulting can be intimidating. Today's topic is on the benefits of a gratitude list. And you might be saying, what, seriously, a gratitude list? Yes, a gratitude list. And I chose this topic because it is often overlooked as a very practical and valuable tool to happiness. When you're happy, you have a better chance of feeling confident and getting past whatever adult hurdle happens to be in your way. I know it seems simple and trite. I know. How could something so little help you if you're in a downward spiral? I mean, you might feel like you have serious problems and in your mind, it might just seem so bad that your number one goal is just to figure out a way to solve this problem. There's no time for a gratitude list. And anyway, how's that going to make a difference in what's happening now? Well, what is happening now is already old news. It's happened. You may need to take action to correct something, but it's much better to take action when you're feeling better than when you're feeling sad, scared, depressed, defeated, insert whatever adjective resonates with you. Before I started writing a daily gratitude list, I lived my life like I think most people do. I had a knee-jerk reaction to whatever was happening. If it was going well, I was happy. If something didn't go my way, I would be completely thrown off. I would try to control the situation or control others so that it would go my way, which of course never worked. It just led to frustration and anger. Have you noticed in your own life that trying to control the situation or people or things in it doesn't work? And if it does work, it's only temporary. And the cycle just continues. I think that most people live life like that. They just react to it. And I don't know about you, but it is terrible to feel like a victim of fate, to feel like you're just tossed around, afraid that that thing you don't want is going to happen sooner or later, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's a scary way to live. It's very disempowering. And for me, I just felt out of control. I hate feeling like I have no control. But I have come to learn that you can control one thing, and that is your reaction to whatever is happening to you or whatever happens to you, choosing to see all the good stuff that happens to you on a daily basis. And believe me, there is a lot. It's there. The beauty of a gratitude list is that it helps you to practice noticing it. That's such an important lesson to learn. I started keeping one back in 2014 when I was at a crisis period in my life. It was one of the lowest times that I can ever remember. And I just remember feeling utter sadness and hopelessness and despair. And I didn't see how it was going to change or when it was going to change. I just thought that if only I could control the circumstances, then I would have a chance at being happy. But all my attempts to find happiness from someone else or something outside of me failed. And in the midst of negative emotion, a very powerful desire began to emerge. 
I just knew I had to find a way to feel better. I decided that I had to find a way to feel better. Can you feel the power in the word decide? It's just so full of purpose and resolve as opposed to want, which is sort of a fleeting and uncommitted word, don't you think? I mean, yes, I wanted to feel better, but when I decided to do it, that's when things started to shift. That's when things really started turning around. Talk about gaining control of the situation. I went to the library and I started reading books and one book led to another to different authors who offered different tools and different advice. And I came across the suggestion of keeping a gratitude list. I liked that idea. It seemed manageable. It felt like it was all I could muster at the time. When you make a list, it's important to write down rather than just think about what you're putting on the list. Most people do need to write it down so that they don't forget it. And with a gratitude list, writing it down forces you to stop, notice, and reflect on whatever you're grateful for, at least for the time it takes you to write it down. It allows you to slow down that old momentum, that old habit of focusing on the negative. I did this daily, and I loved that it was something I could control. This was 100% in my control. And I soon noticed that although my circumstances hadn't changed, I had moments of feeling better. And it was so easy to do. It is easy to do. All you need is a journal or a notebook. And there's something very powerful about putting pen to paper. And I did that at first, but eventually I started to use an app because I'm a bit of a minimalist and I don't like stuff lying around. And also the app allowed me to jot down the good things that I encountered throughout my day right away. I find that if I wait till the end of the day, I forget about the little things. And it's actually the little things that count. Those little things add up. There are lots of free apps that you can download. That's I got one of them and it was enough for me. I use an app called Gratitude, a completely private journal app. I think that's the actual name of it. A com- Gratitude, a completely private journal app. I will uh, look it up and I'll put it down in the show notes for you. Uh, The free version allows me to list all the great things that happen to me every day. There are pretty colors that you can choose for backgrounds. You can post a photo if you like. There are daily affirmations or you can write your own and just hit that affirmation as many times as you want. And for me, that was perfect. When I started keeping a daily gratitude list, it was surprisingly very difficult At the time, I was so sad and so lethargic. I just, I couldn't think of anything. The problem was that I was just going too big. I was looking for the big wind or something really outstanding to put on my list, but nothing like that was happening at the time. Luckily, my app gave me suggestions of what to write, and they were so simple that it seemed silly. Yeah, the sun shines. Yep, I breathe without thinking about it. Is that a big deal? Because in my mind, that was just a given. I now know that I took so much for granted. I didn't realize it then, but I was ungrateful. I'm glad I didn't realize that then, because that's a hard thing to admit about yourself, even in the best of times. And I was feeling pretty much like a failure then. And that would have just added to that sense of failure. But I was thankfully unaware about that. And I was wanting to feel better. So I went along and played their silly game. 
I put down the mundane. I put down the obvious. I am grateful for my children. Yes, that was true. I did not really have to dig deep for that one. I'm grateful that I have a home to live in. Yeah, that's true. It could be worse. I have people who love me. It was a gorgeous day today. My favorite shampoo was on sale. Little things like that just started adding up. I liked the things I was writing down and I started to think, what else can I put down here? And it got easier and easier. And more importantly, I now had something that I could focus on, something that I could choose and control. And that felt good to me. And feeling good, even for a little bit, was such a relief. I used to wait until the end of the day to write my list, as I said, but by then I was tired or still depressed and it was hard for me to remember. So I started writing things down as they happened. I enjoyed watching the list get longer and looking for things that made it longer was purposeful. And I felt accomplished for completing it. I felt better reflecting on everything that was on it. Now in the beginning, because up until that point, I had created quite a lot of a negative momentum, I would fall off the wagon a lot, several times a day probably. And even though I was reading books and feeling more motivated and better for the moment, I would still find myself off in the bushes. For a while, mm, I guess it was, it felt like a long while, I'd get so wrapped up in the what was, my reality, and I would feel sad again. And that is obvious because sadness was my default setting. Of course, that was going to come to the surface. That's all I had been practicing up to that point. So in an effort to change that, I started reading my old lists. I would reread the previous lists and I'd start to feel better. And that little change of direction really helped to stop that negative momentum. I was also taken aback by the fact that I had forgotten so many nice things that had happened to me as recently as the day before. In reading those old lists, I felt better and I'd go back many days and read what happened, remembered how nice that was, how good it felt, and the now would become better. And slowly, but actually not so slowly, my perspective started changing. And what do you know? My life started changing. It seemed like it did anyway, but did it actually? No, not really. Nothing major happened, but my perspective changed and I felt better. And getting to a place of neutral from despair was huge. Realizing that my pessimistic outlook was a habit was huge. Habits can be broken. And the gratitude list helped me break that habit of focusing on the negative. I was very content to be in neutral. I was grateful to be in neutral. It was such a blessed relief from despair. And I continued to make a point to notice the nice things, the people, the encounters that were happening in my life on a daily basis. Suddenly, I realized I was hopeful. That was so fun. It was another notch up the emotional scale. Hopeful is when you notice that your life is filled with enough examples of good things that you're pretty sure more are coming. I began to look forward to what nice things were in store for me the next day. It kept encouraging me to look for the good. It takes some time to break a habit. It takes practice. It takes a lot of practice. And it's a daily decision until it becomes a part of the new version of you. You know, what is the current you? Because we're always changing and evolving. And at different speeds, whatever your speed is, it's always the right one for you at any given moment. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just focus on you. After a year, I felt like I was starting to get it. I had my balance. 
And then I got hit by a big wave of life. Here's where I had to put my money where my mouth was. Here was a situation where I had to demonstrate all that I had been practicing, everything that I had learned so far. The big test came about a year after I had started keeping my gratitude list. Up to that point, I was keeping up pretty well, staying on my surfboard of life most of the time until I encountered an obviously unresolved issue that triggered me in a big and negative way, and I got thrown off. And try as I might, I was unable to keep my balance. Instead, I just kept focusing on this thing that made me sad. And one day while I was driving, thinking about poor me, I got into a pretty big car accident. Was life unfair? No, it was not. You get what you think about. I had been thinking and feeling negatively, and now this happened. True, there was a whole lot more negative for me to now focus on. But there's also nothing like something this big to grab you by the shoulders and slap you and say, snap out of it. I knew what I had to do. I had been practicing for a year, so I just started again. In the midst of the fallout of that event, which ended up lasting several months, I was determined to write about, talk about, and think about only the good that came out of that situation. For example, everyone survived. My body eventually healed. I had a BMW at the time, and it was so well designed that it absorbed the blow in such a way that it folded into itself rather than into my daughter who was sitting closest to the impact site. I had a BMW at that time. I was very blessed to have a BMW. It wasn't any car. It was a BMW. The on-call system immediately knew of the accident. It called me through the car to check on me and then called emergency vehicles. That is incredible technology. All of those people that came to help me were so nice. And my daughter walked away without a scratch. Absolutely nothing happened to her. I had car insurance. It took care of everything. I got to get a new car in the end. I had a great doctor. Modern medicine is awesome. Heating pads are fantastic. My family cared for me. I have amazing friends. I am so loved. And I had this gratitude list, this tool, and the determination and desire to focus only on what went right. The hit had already happened. There was nothing I could do to change the event. And even though I had to do things to clean up the fallout and I was reminded about it every day, choosing where to place my focus and telling the story in the best way that I could made getting through that unpleasant situation not only bearable, but I came out stronger and better for it. And I definitely learned how to be much more consistently grateful and happy from that point on. You don't have to have a big dramatic negative event to help you look on the bright side. It doesn't have to be that way but it sure does get you moving. I've kept a gratitude list for six years now. As I was going along, I thought it was taking me quite a while to catch on to feeling good 100% of the time. But the truth is, you don't feel good 100% of the time. I don't, even now. But I do know that when negative emotion hits me, I know how to stop it and turn it around before it picks up too much speed in the opposite direction. And sometimes I can't catch it in time. And when that happens, I don't beat up on myself. I will instead try to distract. I'll watch a funny movie. I will exercise. I'll do something I love or take a nap or go to bed for the night. Anything to stop the negative spiral. Then I start again when I am in a more neutral place. I really do want to get back to neutral as quickly as possible. Now I start noticing and writing good things down as early in the day as I can. 
since you do get what you think about, I try to get out ahead of it. The more good that I notice, the more I seem to get back. Gratitude. It's so easy to overlook, but it is so easy to accomplish when you decide to do so. My decision to keep a gratitude list was one of the best things I ever did, and it's one of the most valuable tools I have to leading a happy and content life. Initially, I had to set up a reminder to write in it every day. My app does that for me, but now I don't need that reminder. I just look forward to noticing and appreciating all the wonderful things that happen to me daily and reveling in them. Now, when I go back and read my gratitude lists from back in the beginning when I started during what I remember was the darkest period of my life, it doesn't seem as bad as I thought it was. That's because I would never write about the bad stuff. I never mentioned the unpleasant. My lists only have good stuff on it. As I was reading back on some of those earlier dates, I remember thinking, wow, that was a good day. I thought that was supposed to be the dark time in my life. But looking at the list... I started to believe that only good stuff happens to me. Do you see what happened? Because I only wrote about the good, my memory of the past changed. I don't remember the details of the story I used to tell. It's so not who I am anymore. It's almost like it never happened. In essence, I have changed my past. And that's pretty cool. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to go back and fix anything. Just start with where you are now. Now is where your power is, and you're in complete control of framing it in a way that will benefit you. For me, keeping a gratitude list was life-changing. It still is. It's my compass. It keeps me on track. It keeps me focused and balanced, and I think it's really fun. I love looking for things to put on the list, and I'm a happier person because of it. Give it a try. Maybe you'll find that you'll be a happier person because of it as well. I hope that this mom and our talk gave you something to think about and consider. Gratitude will definitely help you build a strong and solid foundation for adult life. With it, you can handle anything that comes your way. Do you think that this is something that you might try? If you decide to do it, I would love to hear how it's going for you. I would love to hear if you've noticed some improvement in your outlook on life or results in your life. If you're having a little trouble at first and you need a little help tweaking it, let me know. We all learn in different ways, and I would love to help you find a way that works for you. For those of you who have been keeping a gratitude list already, how has that positively affected your life? Do you have any techniques or suggestions that you would like to share? Let's hear your story. Let me know. You can reach me at drlj at howtolife.com. That is drlj at howtolife.com. I want to hear your wins. I want to cheer you on. Maybe your success stories might inspire or encourage someone else who's struggling a bit out of the starting blocks. We're all here to help each other. Thanks again for listening in today. I'm grateful to have this platform to be able to talk to you. If you'd like to check out my website, go to howtolife.com and you will be able to find the show notes from the episode there, which will also include the gratitude app that I use. The link for this show will also be on the website. Or the direct link is howtolife.com slash episode 002 if you want to review some of the things I spoke about, or if you want to share this episode with a friend. I would really appreciate that. If you're feeling pretty good right now, I would love it if you would leave a review on Apple. It'll help the show get more noticed, which will help me out as well. And if you hit the subscribe button, you'll not miss next week's show. I have a great interview lined up based on requests that I received from you guys. There are a lot of questions about insurance. 
what it is, why you need it, how it works, who can help you, a lot of questions. So I will be interviewing Wendy Everson, an insurance agent with 34 years of experience in this field. And I will ask her every question I've received, as well as a lot more that you guys may not even have known to ask. You're going to love it. I look forward to sharing this with you next time. Until then, have a great day. Be easy about everything. You got this. Thank you.